TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. This is Inside the Champion's Mind featuring Dr. Lawrence Tam and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to Inside the Champion's Mind, a show dedicated to helping you overcome mediocrity in the pursuit of being world-class in anything that you do. I am Lawrence Tam, co-founder of The Wellness Couch, and my regular champion mindset co-host, Marcus Pierce. Lawrence Tam, I've got one question and one question only for you. You okay? Go for it. I hope I can answer it. After we did our therapeutic podcast on overcoming loss, I have a question. Mm -hmm. Were you procrastinating on other things in order like watching the 49ers or was watching the 49ers allowing you to be the best version of yourself? Because this is the topic of the day. (laughs) All right. I can answer that both ways. Yes, of course, I was procrastinating on something because I was watching sports. Uh, But at the same time, I actually learned a lot as well uh, and produced a half an hour podcast. I hope a lot of people got uh, some benefits from too as well. I learned a lot of myself, but procrastination is one of the biggest things, uh, biggest struggles I've had in my life. Um, You know, people say that, you know, full stop. That's a massive statement. Oh, it, it is. You know, people think that I, I, you know, well, people have this version or thinking that I, you, you know, accomplish a lot. I'm Mr. Mr. Perfect, but uh, Mr. Perfect is uh, also Mr. Procrastination. There's a lot of things I procrastinate on, and I've learned to deal with it over the years and um, and becoming much better at it. But I think we all have a bit of procrastination in our life. I'm okay. sure. So there's so much gold in there. I've got to hit you with a couple of questions. All right. First of all, one's a statement. I totally agree. We all have procrastination in us. I think it's almost a natural stress-relieving, cortisol-reducing uh, activity if it's, if it's worked well. And then two, you say this has been a part of like your Mr. Procrastination. Give me some examples. Like when you say my whole life, like tell us more. Oh, man. Like I, I don't even know where to start. I mean – you know, Start at the very beginning. Yeah, I procrastinated walking and uh, crawling. No, joking, I'm not <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know what? At the beginning, I procrastinated coming out of my mother's womb. I was three weeks late, and uh, you know, so, <laughs> my poor mom. She's she's like five foot nothing, and uh, I came out like two feet tall. Like I was twenty four inches long, right? My mom's like oh, honestly, my, my mom's five foot. Five foot two, maybe, and I was twenty four inches long, two feet, right? So, are you serious? I'm serious. I was oh three weeks God. overdue, and I was like ten pounds, eleven ounces, right? So, oh, yeah. I haven't grown much since then, as for anybody who actually know me. But uh, you know, I, my poor mom had to suffer. So that was my first procrastination. I didn't really want to come into the world just yet. It was a bit too cold in Canada. And oh, I just wanted funny. to warm up a little bit. Um, no, uh, procrastination. Listen, I'm I'm the one of the biggest procrastinators, um, especially when I was a kid. You know, I would just never wait. I always, my wife knows this about me. If I have a deadline on something, I will always wait to the last minute to do something. Yeah, um, studying, I will always wait until the day before um, an exam to study. Um, if I had like a report, it's always up to the last minute. Presentations, for example, you know, it, and and people who uh, who run seminars that host me as the speaker um they hate me because they they want the presentation done like three weeks before and i haven't even started three weeks before and they want my slides i'm thinking well you're not going to get them because i don't even know what i'm going to talk about (laughs) and um and they wanted to have the slides and literally i'm changing my slides up to like the last minute before i even go on because that's the that's the 
perfectionist in me, I guess, because I want to be the best that I can be, and I'm always tweaking, giving the best to my audience. But you know, that's my excuse. But, uh, but I procrastinate. Procrastination, because <laughs> for me, procrastination would be sitting down to do it three weeks before the talk and going, "Oh no, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to, you know, watch that YouTube video I wanted to watch, or you know, put." something together or go and make some dinner or go for a walk or this is or, my well here's just my procrastination i sit down to do something and i get lost in facebook or i get lost in my yep. emails and then an hour later or half an hour later you're going what have been what doing just happened? Yeah, what just happened so <laughs> i don't know there's got to be a term for that but that's definitely happens to facebook you go on to send one person a message and half an hour later you're like oh my gosh what just happened it's like a vampire man it sucks you in <laughs> Right, it sucks you in. Like God, thank God I don't even use Twitter. Like honestly, I would probably get sucked in there too. But no, it's so true. Facebook is deadly. Here's the reason why: you get posts from you know relevant information, and whether it be like all of a sudden you know I'm just posting one message because I'm responding to someone's message, and all of a sudden I catch like oh here's something new going on with the 49ers, or here's something what Marcus says. Share this. Oh, this is pretty interesting. And you watch this two minute video, and then and then goes oh this leads to another video that's three minutes long. And then people commented to the post that you just did, which you were just doing because someone else did so then you reply back to them uh, yeah. and then all of a sudden the time is gone and you're like I just wanted to send a message that's right oh I get sucked in all the time and I'm not even uh, sure well, that's procrastinating sure you and I both say well I'm glad he's not the only one and everyone listening is going well I'm glad I'm not the only one <laughs> I'm not sure if that's procrastination or just pure mental distraction um, <laughs> and, and not being focused I'm actually reading a book at the moment called Focus and uh, <laughs> I'm learning to, to gain focus for myself at is the moment is there like a half of, <laughs> half of the book is dedicated to how to overcome Facebook yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm procrastinating on reading the book actually Sharky, <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, he's only pushing your buttons. Yeah, no, I'm reading. Yeah. I'm halfway through. I'm halfway through. It's uh, I'm 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 trying to find focus. No, you know what? Procrastination is a big thing. I think um, I think this is one of the reasons why uh, we don't get as much done in this world. I think this is one of the reasons why um, people never live up to becoming a great champion. I think this is one of the reasons why um, people never live up to their full potential. It's because of this one thing. Or well, I think Dan Sullivan said this most, uh, which is one of my mentors is basically he says the two p's procrastination and perfectionism is the one that stops people from moving forward and becoming great and procrastination is the the thing that obviously stops people from moving doing the things that's necessary and perfectionism does the same thing but they're just waiting for something to be perfect to actually do it and so both of them um, actually uh, hinder you from being great that is profound that is fantastic well i'm done now yeah. <laughs> okay. See ya. I've got it from here. I'll this, this is an eight-minute podcast. <laughs> Done. <laughs> that is sensational. And um, I'm a bit lost for words after writing them down and underlining them uh, over and over again. But um, I just maybe uh, I've, I've got a few notes here. All right. Um, I wrote down here um, just working with procrastination in terms of why do we procrastinate. I have a belief that often if we, if you are listening and you actually think you are a constant, constant procrastinator, like literally, you know, you feel like you are procrastinating all day long, then I would, I would probably look you squarely in the eyes and say, are you actually doing with your life what you really want to be doing with your life? Because I would say, like you said at the beginning, LT, every single one of us has procrastination in us. But is it like a cancer or is it just like an itch? You know, like if it's like an itch, then I think there's no problem, right? Because I think we all have that itch. Um, but if it's like toxic in your life, then I would I would squarely say you're just not doing what you love because you're always probably wanting to procrastinate on the things that you love to do more. 
It's so true. And and you you hit it nail on the head. You know, it's um it's going back to um do you do, do you have a bigger why than yourself right now? Cuz most of the time we procrastinate on things that we have no interest in or it may be interest we might be interested in it, but we actually don't really love doing it. Do you know what I mean? And there's a difference because no one procrastinates on say um, watching going, the 49ers yeah watching the 49ers <laughs> like why would you right or like you know going to a game um, that you you know or playing a sport or, um, or getting the kids to school on time yeah exactly you don't anything pro- that has major consequences like or priority food. yeah exactly and so it, it comes down to um you know you just don't value it at that time and so one of the ways to counteract that is to ask the question like why what's the outcome of this like if i do this what's the outcome and not just from a perspective, and here's the key, right? It's not just about, oh, I'm going to, oh, this will get done. That's not good enough. Like, it's more like, who would I become if I was to actually do this? Now, that's a pretty great question to ask when you think about it, right? Who would I become if I actually get this done? And that in itself will change the, your outlook and your um, perspective of how you move forward. Because if you ask the question of who am I going to become, you then future pace yourself to the future you, right? Version 2.0. And yeah. when you can think from that perspective, you go, you know what, that feels pretty good. And you're going to have way more willpower, right? To create and do the things or take the next action step to kind of accomplish that because you yeah. saw your future you. Now, okay, so this, sorry, can I butt in here for a moment? Yeah, please do. This is, this is a massive one for anyone that is studying a course like part-time on top of a full-time job or you might be a parent and you're studying to become a naturopath part-time or um, a different type of health professional or just a different type of professional. And often I find in conversations with people who are doing this kind of thing, like something that you know is really important and possibly life-changing, mm-hmm. a lot of the time they, they are procrastinating on something like this because they're actually scared of becoming that person. Mm, they're, they're scared. Actually, okay, yeah. They're scared of. Oh my gosh! If I'm a naturopath, then oh my gosh, then I've actually got knowledge and power to actually help people improve the quality of their lives. And oh my gosh, then that's responsibility. And oh shivers, like, am I ready for this? And that 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 fear can often drive people to procrastinate. Mm, so they end up instead of getting that module done, they'll they'll watch Modern Family. They'll end up on Facebook. They'll you know catch up with friends, and all of those things can be great, you know. But I've just written down here, LT, and I read this story, and you might read this story, and other parents might read this story to their kids. The Seven Habits of Happy and Healthy Kids. It's it's pretty based. It's obviously based on the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Mm-hmm. But there is a the first things first. Um, Principle, and in this kid's story, Pokey, uh, I think he's uh, pardon me. What animal is he? Is he a porcupine? <laughs> Pokey in the spelling test. Pokey has six words that he needs to learn how to spell for the spelling test on Friday. He gets given the words on Monday, and on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday after school, he gets invitations from school friends to go and do different things, bake chocolate cookies, go for a bike ride, go and do this, go and do that. And every time he says yes, and then on Friday, he goes to do the test, and he gets one spelling word correct out of six. And his teacher says... Pokey, what have you done? And then his friend comes up and says, Pokey, this is Sophie the Squirrel, says, Pokey, you should have put first things first. Study first, have fun later. 
Mm. And then so Soper the Squirrel comes over to his house every day for the next week, helps him learn how to spell the six words, and he gets six out of six. And even though it's a very simple story out of a kid's book, it's just so true. Like, in order to earn the right to the riches, we have to put first things first. It, it is so true about first things first. And uh, thank you for that story. And uh... I hope everyone saw the profoundness in Pokey's spelling test. <laughs> thank you, Pokey. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, I think, you know, when you when you say about uh, first things first, I, it reminded me of um, um, exam time when I was a, a, was a student. You know, I was a student for... I was like a professional student for a very long time. <laughs> After high school, I, I studied for like eight years um, in university. So I did four years in university and then another four years in chiropractic college. And I remember one of the things that I did was, you know, because there's so many exams and it, it's hard when you're living away from home and, you know, kind of got to fend for yourself, you got to cook and all that stuff. And you got to find time to study and also party at the same time. And you start to think, like, well, how do I study? How do I prepare? And I remember... Because I knew I was a procrastinator, right? I knew that if I had pressure, and this is just knowing about a little bit about yourself, and, and not everybody's like this, so this is just me, right? So for me, I knew I could cram um, my studies last minute. That's how I functioned the best, okay? I was on my game when I, I had pressure on me, okay? Yes. Not everybody functions that way. My wife is completely what? the opposite. <laughs> so is okay. mine. Yeah. Okay. You and I are urgency addicts, yeah. and our wives are the complete opposite. That's my, right. Sarah hates pressure or time urgency of any kind. That's right. And, and that's so, okay. That's good, as I say. It wouldn't work for me, but it works for her, and that's all that matters. And that's why we're saying this is because... It doesn't matter what character you are, but you got to figure it out. Like you got to figure out yourself. I can't tell you what you are. You know whether you like pressure or you don't like pressure. I'll tell you the story that that works for me when I'm under pressure, and then you know we can talk about someone who doesn't have you know who 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 don't who doesn't like pressure. So for me, when I was studying for exams, I knew the pressure. So if the exam was on Friday and it was like say organic chemistry, you know, I knew that Thursday had to be dedicated to organic chemistry. Mm. Okay. And there's no way I would study anything else because I need to know how that last minute, you know, you know, thing that I need to do for organic chemistry. But Monday, say the next Monday, following Monday, was going to be on, you know, I don't know, trigonometry or something, right? And so what I would do during the week, and that was my first, organic chemistry was my first exam, I would study the trigonometry exam first, right? Simply because I knew that I would probably... Start, I would on that Thursday or even the Wednesday. I'll study organic chemistry. I'll be fine. But you know, if I study organic chemistry all through that week, guaranteed I would procrastinate. Like I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna waste two or three days of studying simply because I know I'm not gonna do it. Does that make sense? Yeah, so I, totally. I picked the the further exam that I hated. You know, say I hated math, for example. Then I would actually study that first, get a little bit of context on, so a little bit ahead, so that by the time Wednesday comes around, I can study organic chemistry. You know, Wednesday, Thursday, write the exam on Friday, come home, relax for a little bit, and then start on trigonometry. But I'm already a little bit ahead. You know, it wasn't like massively ahead, but I was at least ahead. Now is putting pressure on myself. So this is what I call playing defense, right? And when I say playing defense is because you got to figure out how you your brain works, right? Yeah, know thyself. Yeah, this know thyself. Is really the key to, to procrastination here. Because if you don't know yourself, if once you know yourself, then you can figure out how to hack your brain, okay? Not hack it with a hacksaw, like hack it in terms of like being a hacker. You got to basically play games against yourself to play in the best defense, to know, uh, to figure out how to work your brain better, okay? So um, for my wife, for example, she loves planning. Like she needs, like she'll have a freaking schedule, like planned to the T and she would have, you know, had everything all done and she would have been like finished studying like maybe a day before, 
the exam. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure your wife is exactly the same. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, where yeah. I was still studying, walking into the exam room. <laughs> I still have my notes. <laughs> Trying to squeeze as much last minute thing I can do. Yes. Yeah, where she does not like pressure. So for me, like, um, uh, one of the things that I do is to, to hack, you know, to hack the system. Um, because I'm such a poor, uh, I'm in a sense of, you know, maybe procrastinator or perfectionism, um, that I might not do things because I can wait, I have to wait for things to be perfect. I used to be like that a lot. So how do I do that is I make sure that I, for example, if I had to do a talk and, you know, some of us, I'm sure will have done this, whether it be a homework or an assignment, you go, okay, I know I have to do a talk, but there's no deadline. Right? There's no deadline for talk. It's just a concept in my head or yep. say a business plan or whatever. It's just a concept. Yep. And so yep. then you play with it for like months, you know, because you're like, you got to tweak it. You got to get all the offering right. You got to say the content and all stuff. And you never actually get it done because there was no deadline on yourself. So one of the ways to counteract that to make me, you know, to, to, to become successful that I have been the last few years is that I actually put it out into the world. So one of yeah, the first things I, I publicly declared. But to say, listen, I'm going to be doing a talk on January the 4th. Yes. 2015. Yeah. <laughs> and it's going to be on this topic. And I, I pick a topic and I say, I don't even know where it's going to be held, but this is the topic. And this is how you register. That's right. It. And then, but I have no idea what I'm going to talk about. All I knew is going to the title of the talk or at least the concept of it. And I let people register. And now all of a sudden, I have to do the talk, right? Yep. I have to kind of prepare myself because people are starting registering for this thing or I book the event anyways or book the venue, pick the date, pick the time, I pick the topic and I haven't done the talk yet. But that's how I do things. And this, yeah. you know, for those, especially like, you know, for, you know, dynamic growth seminars or whatever, everybody asked me like beforehand, it goes, what's the title of your talk? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh-huh. I'll just give them a title. Like it's usually very generic, like very, um, it could encompass anything. <laughs> steps to being your best. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah. Anything, you know, like to be your best or greatness yeah. or whatever, you know, whatever it is. Um, um, and then, you know, playing big or something like that. And then, so that I know that I'm doing the talk, but I can figure it out on you know the months leading up to exactly what I'm going to talk about. Does that yeah. make sense? So I schedule uh, something ahead of time and declare it, and people register it, and now I have to do it because people are expecting it to come. I think that is the biggest key. If you find yourself constantly not reaching your um, dreams, goals, outcomes, whatever, it's all about scheduling and public public declarations or accountability for me and, and obviously for you LT we find great benefit out of that so I think I'm thinking of the wellness summit last year when we put the date on it we put it out there it's kind of like well you got to do it now yes yeah, right um, you know, <laughs> hundreds, know hundreds and thousands of people know about it so uh, we're going to have to do it now. yeah you have to do it you have to step up I know um, when Damo and I are doing a longevity retreat to the Greek islands this year and it was only when we did put the date on and actually put the website up and actually do it. It's like, well, hold on a minute. Like everyone knows now. We did a podcast on it. You know, like what we're doing here. It's like you actually put it out there, and it's you don't really have any choice but to actually fulfill it. Mm. And that that fear can sometimes drive people to not do it. But then you have to ask yourself why. Like why are you avoiding that greatness? So yeah, you know, with so the putting, course. So here's the key, though, right? It's putting a date. 
Okay, putting a date and time on the thing that you want to do, not just declare it. There was an interesting, um, and I don't know where this comes from. It was actually mentioned in my last coaching session. um, And uh, one of the delegates who's a a friend of Taki's, um, James Schrenko, who's also from Australia as well in Sydney. And so we're, we're, you know, all three of us from Australia, you know, head to the the States, um, you know, four times a year. And one of the things that he said was, what was really interesting was that, you know how people say, you know, when you have a goal, you know, and you actually declare to the world that that's the, you know, you're going to accomplish this goal. Yeah. They found in the study, and I, I just, I'm, I'm sorry that I don't have the exact quote of what book it came from, is that they found that when you actually, when people declare their goals, it actually um, mimics the sensation of actually for that person that they have achieved it already. So therefore, they as actually, a reality. as a reality, so therefore, listen to this. They, therefore, they actually never get it done, right? Which is say that. Hold on, yeah. Hold on. So when say they that. declare it, like you know how people say, you know, tell the world about you know your five goals or whatever. When you declare oh, to the so world, if someone says, oh, "I'm quitting smoking." Yeah, if I'm someone... quitting smoking. That in itself gives them that endorphin rush enough that I've declared it, so I don't actually have to do it. Uh-huh. Isn't that interesting, right? So. What I'm suggesting here is so what that, happened to what we just said? No, what we just <laughs> said though is that we're actually not declaring a goal. We're actually setting a time and a date. That's why I'm saying time and a date is very oh, important. Right. Is that it Sorry. actually is yeah. going to get done, right? Yep. So, but declaring a goal, which is like could be very abstract, right? Could be just like I'm going to yep. go and become a millionaire, and because yep. I declared it, that sensation of just uh, declaring yes. it is already like, oh, you know what? I feel like I've done enough. Like I, I feel yeah. like you know that was good enough that I declared it that I don't have yeah. to work for. It. Does that make sense? Totally. So I, it, it goes against every thought process we've had about goal setting, and so I thought it was an important point. So to to make that when you set something, you set your mind, you might not necessarily have to tell everybody. But I think when it comes down to procrastination moving you forward, you got to declare something. If you're going to declare something, you got to declare something that you're already going to do. And it's declare. Like, well, it's like I quit smoking yesterday. That's right. I, so I quit smoking yesterday. So now it's all of a sudden, well, it's done. You haven't been smoking for a, a day. And then you've got that accountability. People are going to go, well, how are you going with that? How are you That's going right. with that? Yeah. How are you going with that? Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought so, it was just it's profound. I thought it was just really, really interesting to see it. So it's not necessarily about the goal setting. I think it's all about the timing and putting yeah. the time in place and, and setting a deadline for yourself. Yeah. Um, all of this talk has got me thinking back to your discussion we've had on a podcast before about um, your 45-minute blocks. Is it 45 or 90-minute blocks that you do? Yeah, um, yep. And, and, and it seems to me – and then you have a break. And it seems to me that uh, that is almost – that's like you playing defense against procrastination because you actually plan in your break times so that you're on. And it's almost like that's a procrastination-free 90 minutes or 45 minutes or whatever works for, for the people listening. And then you schedule – Five-minute break, 10-minute break, 15-minute break to go for a walk, do some push-ups, yeah. get a cup of tea, whatever it is that you that you do. Um, but do you want to just maybe explain that a bit? Yeah, sure. Let's, let's talk about some of the tips for playing defense, right? So one of the things is that I have like a, a timer, like an egg timer or some sort. I use a, um, a timer. I think it's called Orange or something like that. You can use – you can get any timer as an app. And I have it like literally ticking away, right? So give me one second. Uh, 
and so what happens is that you have this egg timer that ticks away all the time and um, I have it on schedule for 60 minutes or 90 minute intervals so I would suggest no more than uh, 90 minutes and basically what you want to do is you want to schedule for like say 60 minutes and then you take a 10 minute break and basically it sounds like this I don't know if you can hear that yes can hear that well yeah so basically I have this like running in the background and that freaking like some people drives that you drives nuts. you absolutely yeah. nuts yeah but it makes me want to work I, like I'm running out of time okay so that's how you can actually <laughs> get rid of it. I'm just going to keep it going here and no that's joking I'll, oh, I'll turn this man. off because it'll drive you and then at the end it goes ding and then you know you need to just stop so it's about focus time okay focus time <laughs> imagine if we had that going on uh, on the podcast. podcast see if you actually go back to this do you notice I was actually speaking a little bit faster yeah. during the time yeah yeah you yeah. hyped up man I hyped up right because it's like panic man I gotta go gotta go <laughs> So, so the thing is, is that when you actually have a timer of some sort, is that it's it's not so much a timer; it's about focus time. Is that you block out the time to focus on the one task that you need to get done, not three, four different tasks. One task. What is your accomplishment? You start off by thinking, "Who am I going to become if I get this done?" You know, that just gets me going. It's like, okay, I'm ready. I'm psyched. Let's go do it, right? And then, so I focus. I turn off everything that is it necessary phones you know facebook especially you know emails just focus on what you do because you know the trap of emails and facebook once you read one email it leads you to a path that you don't want to go down to so turn off all notifications on your phone and on your computers that's right that's right you want to turn it off so that you can focus on the task at hand because you want to get things done now the other you know a couple other defense tricks is that it depends on whether you are pain driven or you are goal driven right some of us are like mixture of both so if you're goal driven it's like all right what happens if i get this done what are you going to reward yourself it might be something small right you might, you know, do something small that you know. Okay, if I get this done, I'm going to move forward, you know, but get this reward. Okay. Well, Whatever. for me at the moment, like the tennis, you know, or sports on, it's like I'm just going to go and watch five minutes of that game. Yeah, excellent. You know, just downtime, just five minutes, bliss, chill. Yeah. Whatever know? it is, right? If you're pain based, it's like okay, if you don't get this done, you you lose something, right? So you know those. Those people who 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 are pain driven, then you're gonna to have to work on that. You know, whatever that is, it might be. And there was things like if you, for example, and I heard stories of like if you you put up a certain goals and if you don't achieve it, you actually have to give money to a charity that you hate. <laughs> okay, it's like not to a charity that you love, but you actually to a charity that you hate. You know, you want to support a charity that that's uh, yes. that is incongruent to your beliefs, because therefore so it's going to make you do it again. So you never do it again. Okay, so you can set up a game that way, um, or you know, it could be you know giving money to a friend or something. But I love the charity that you hate. I think that's a great. I think that's from Tim Ferriss. I think I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, I think that's you know those that's one another way you can hack the system a little bit. Um, what are some I'll of the ways? I'll give you... another one. Yeah, go ahead. Actually, and it's, uh, it's going to sound so simple, but it's so important, is when you wake up in the day, you really want to have already planned the day. It doesn't have to be anal, but you have to have you have to have to action items for the day, like in your 90-minute blocks. I'm sure you know before you go to bed that night what you're actually, what those 90-minute blocks are including. It might be building a website. It might be doing a, a webinar. It might be doing a call. It might be might be responding to a bunch of emails. But it's actually already scheduled. So, Yeah, so here's, here's the trick, right? Your focus time or your focus days is not planning days, right? You've got to plan the focus day. That's it. That's the key. Like you can't just go, okay, i got 90 minutes now or 60 minutes. What am I doing? 
Like yes. you're gonna spend like 10, 15 minutes trying to figure out what you're doing. You're, you're lost already fifteen minutes. And the like egg time is going. Yeah, the egg time is driving you absolutely insane, and you're going, uh. "What the hell's going on?" Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yes, focus day and for focus time is focus time on the things that going to give you, like in a business context, is going to give you money. It's going to basically create money for you or finances for you or build relationships, okay? It's not about focus on things or cleaning up. Like, you know, it's not about, you know, doing the paperwork. That doesn't give you money, right? That's more like a planning session and uh, what Dan Sullivan calls buffer days. You know, that's another time slot. But focus time is focus on things that generate you money or whatever you're doing that will give you the best leverage for moving forward, okay? That, so that's really, really important. Um, we talked about egg timers, so we talked about. Uh, oh, here's another one. It's it's basically we mentioned this a couple times. Gamification, right? Play a game. Gamification. 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 Yes, I actually I said that okay. Gamification right. is basically transforming um, things into a game. Like we just love games, right? Gaming. Like I don't play video games at all, but um, you know, like people just love sort of getting hooked on getting points and you know frequent flyer points or whatever. They make it a game, right? That's why it becomes fun. So one of the things you can do yourself is that you know instead of getting a reward after every ninety minutes or sixty minutes or whatever it is, is that you give yourself certain points by accomplishing this i'm going to give myself 30 300 points and then oh. after so many points you actually get yourself a reward i'll find this out is the best. i haven't heard you talk about this before oh yeah well, you can you can you know after you collect you know 30,000 points you might be able to say okay you can justify yourself you're going to go buy that uh um you know pair of, pair of jeans or you, whatever it is you know that's uh, uh maybe a dinner at uh nobu or something you know whatever it is and um so i think that's another way to do it there's actually apps uh there's an app that i i, I used um previously i don't use it any, much anymore but it's called epic win and epic win is like this little app it's like this you can pick the character it's like a troll or um like a princess or a warrior or whatever and he's on this journey and the journey is basically you got to go and collect certain points you know and there's other uh, social goals or um you know strength goals or courage goals and you set the goal <laughs> like 50 points to 300 points and when you get it done you basically press this button and, and you accomplish this goal and you move forward and every so often you get this reward but like you know we're in a, in a world that we want instant gratification and this is some one of the ways to kind of create instant gratification for yourself it's basically turn your life into a game you know for and and i think it's kind of fun i think it, it makes it, life more fun doesn't it? that's right exactly it's not about always like just winning all the time but it's about just moving forward and it's about a path of creating a path for yourself to kind of accomplish those little things that you think insignificant like say i don't know um cutting the lawn or you know starting a book title or whatever it is that you're doing i think it's just about doing the first step no that's really good because you can almost like You've got me hooked. You can almost like, so you can see how great your week's been. You know, did you proceed to the next level? If you did low quality and low important, low um, yeah, in tasks that are low on importance, then you're not going to get many points that week. That's right. Yeah. If so you it, did things that are important to you that you obviously put more points towards, and you're like, man, I kicked butt this week. That's right. Like you know, if I you slay the dragon. There's one thing, like you know, say you have to call this one important client that you've been avoiding. But you don't want to do it, but you know it's going to give you the greatest leverage. It's going to give you 500 points. It's going to give you 500 points. And it's double. It's double points. It's double point Tuesdays. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Double dip Tuesdays. And and so, therefore, you do it on a Tuesday and it's like, bam, a thousand points. Uh, You know, and then you can create that. I think the other thing, you know, we'll leave it with this one last tip. Um, You got to, when Marcus talks about planning your days, you got to plan your week. You know, plan your week ahead of time. And you know what? Try not to do more than three major tasks. 
like focus on three like major yep. projects you're working on easy and just to win, do that. hard to lose yeah, easy you, to win hard to lose you, you need to do more than three it's like there's way too much stuff going on in your life you know yep. focus on three things and I actually have this planner that I've been using since the beginning of this year and I mean I have accomplished more like in the last month and I'll probably discuss this maybe in the next podcast uh, what's transpired in my life in this last 30 days um, than I have done in a very long time because man I've been you know Things are just happening in my life, and we'll discuss that in the next podcast, I think. But oh, as we run out of time here, but I hope you get you got a lot out of this. You know, there's a lot of little defense tips that you can do to hack your hack your system and hack your procrastination. And uh, I think it's to you know move forward and start doing it because you know what? At the end of the day, the world needs you. The world needs your greatness, and for you to shine and start stop procrastinating and start doing the things that we need uh, that will show your greatness, so that the world benefits from whoever you are and your legacy. Go to our Facebook page.com uh, slash Inside Champions Mind. Tell us what your legacy you want to create and how you fight procrastination. And the other thing, go to wellnesscouch.com to check out the, all the other podcasts that we have on our network and subscribe to us on iTunes, specifically the Inside Champions Mind podcast. Subscribe to us and also comment um, and let us know what you think of this show. This is Inside the Champions Mind, a show dedicated to helping you overcome mediocrity in the pursuit of being world-class in anything that you do. This is Lawrence Tam and Marcus Pierce. See you on the next episode. This has been a production of TheWellnessCouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on Facebook.com forward slash TheWellnessCouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.